This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Ryan Bruss. Thank you, Sid. Today, our guest is Pastor Keenan Bridges, who is no stranger to this ministry. We love uh, uh, what you bring with the presence of God and the authority and the Spirit. Thank you, Pastor, for being with us. Thank you for having me. Now, you have a brand new book, Invading the Heavens. I mean, (laughs) that's a powerful title. And a brand new CD set, Breaking the Power of Delay, Activating God's Promises for Your Life Right Now. I love that. And I love how you teach about supernatural breakthrough, bursting forth of God's purpose and power and provision for everybody. And and, uh, let me just ask you right off the bat, Pastor, what does breakthrough look like? I'm often reminded of the story in Genesis 38 with Tamar, who was a really a Gentile woman. It's a very interesting story because it, the story of Tamar has prophetic implications concerning the Messiah because he actually was um, he he was grafted or he he flowed from the bloodline that was attached to Tamar. So when you when you look at this story, she was pregnant with twins and the midwife was delivering the baby. And as she delivered the baby, the, the eldest son came up, stretched out his hand, and she wrapped a scarlet thread around his wrist. And then the younger son came out of the womb. He just burst out of the womb. And the Bible says that the midwife looked at the, the, the son that came out and said, how did you break through? And she called him Ferez, which means breakthrough. In other words, he came out of the womb first. So when we talk about breakthrough, we're talking about a sudden bursting forth of God's power, provision, and promises. Anytime we are faced with a challenge, a difficulty, or a barrier of any sort, whether it's financial, whether it's spiritual, whether it's in our marriages, our churches, but it's it's when heaven literally invades the earth and eternity invades time suddenly. It's, it's a suddenly of God. And I, I really believe with all my heart that we are in a season of suddenly. Do you feel that there's people out there right now that are desperate for a breakthrough? Yes, I would say 99% of people <laughs> are desperate from some, for some sort of breakthrough. Again, you know, there's so many categories, but really one of the names of God is that he's the Lord of the breakthrough. Yes. You study the, the book of Micah, it talks about how the breaker has come up and, and the whole idea that even Jesus, the Messiah, carried that breaker anointing. You know, in Luke 4, he, he quotes out of Isaiah, and he, he says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's anointed me to set at liberty those who are captive, to proclaim the year of Jubilee, to, to break bondages and break yokes. And so I, I really believe that that we're in a season where God is, is manifesting that breaker anointing over every believer who's willing to receive it. Now, Pastor, your brand new book is uh, has a lot in it about how we can access the heavenly realm for freedom and blessing, and you have a lot of stories about how the Lord has brought you that 
how he's brought you breakthrough and accessing the heavens. And you have a story where years ago you and your, you, you and your wife uh, uh, heard from the Lord about what do you see? Yeah. You know, it's, it's a very interesting situation. We, we started ministry. We didn't have the church planning handbook that a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't get the memo. So we, we had to learn some things the hard way. And I'll never forget uh, going through just a really difficult season in ministry where I was so ready to give up. I mean, I, I tell people all the time, uh, we often hear about spiritual abuse, but sometimes the sheep bite the shepherd. And so we were literally frustrated and just just really saying, God, did we miss you? Is there something wrong? And oftentimes, Brother Ryan, those are the moments where heaven smiles on us. The very moments where we feel like we can't go further, we, we can't overcome something. That's the moment where God really steps in. And I came home, we came home that day from a, a rough time of evangelism. A lot of doors slammed in our faces, a lot of rejection. And uh, we were in my living room and my wife had this, this Kairos moment with God where she just, she began to tap into that seer anointing. And she asked me, she said, what do you see? And I said, well, what are you talking about? I see the same thing you see. We're in the living room and the fan is on and, you know, I'm just, I'm looking at the natural. And she kept asking me, what do you see? What do you see? And finally, something just kind of clicked in my spirit. And I realized that she wasn't talking about the natural realm. She was talking about the spiritual realm. And so I began to see in the spirit and I began to realize that God was inviting me to speak into my destiny, to speak into the circumstances that we were facing. And I said, you know what? I see, I see nations. I see people. I see men and women. I see people coming off of drugs. I see, I see the church filled. I see blind eyes open. I see miracles. I see signs. I see wonders. And we just began to pray in the spirit. And I tell you, that next Sunday, we had the largest service we had ever had uh, prior to that time. And since then, we've continued to grow and literally go to the nations and see God bring revival into people's lives. Now, one thing in your teaching that stood out to me uh, was that you you say that Christians think a supernatural breakthrough happens spontaneously. And when you, for some reason, I I know for me, um, when I hear the word breakthrough— uh, like that's going to happen in about an hour from now, but but you say that breakthrough doesn't always happen spontaneously. No, it, it doesn't. Not only is it not spontaneously, uh, it requires a demand. You know, I think when you understand the spiritual laws, it's just like natural laws. The natural laws that govern uh, our society, they're 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 laws of nature that govern the earth, like gravity or. Um, you know, entropy. There's so many laws that we understand, the law of inertia. Well, in the spirit realm, there are laws. And I'm not just talking about the Ten Commandments. I'm talking about spiritual laws that govern the kingdom of God. And basically what happens is that you cannot have a breakthrough unless a demand is placed on heaven. Jesus said in, in Matthew 16, he says, I give you the keys to the kingdom. And he says, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. That's really a legal scripture. The keys there represent access to many and varying doors. Now, now, when's the last time somebody walked into their house and stared at the door, spoke <laughs> in tongues, and waited for it to open? Right. 
No, you have to put the key, you know, inside the door and turn the door. Well, it's the same way our faith and our obedience to God is what turns the door. It places the demand that accesses those things in the realm of the Spirit. And so we, we have to be intentional about breakthrough. When we study Daniel, for example, Daniel 9, it talks about how Daniel had been in Babylon for all these years, and he realized by reading the scroll that they were delayed. They were overdue for a breakthrough. They were overdue for the manifestation of God's promise. And so Daniel prayed, and when he prayed immediately, the Bible says that a demand was placed on heaven, and angels were actually dispatched. You know, I'll, I'll never forget, i uh, give you an example. I was in a service one day. And literally, as I'm speaking, the Lord, it's like he pulled back the veil of the natural. And I saw in the realm of the spirit that there were literally jewels sitting under everyone's seat in the, in the sanctuary. There were jewels, all kinds, and they were huge. And, and, as I, and, and as I was looking, I saw that many jewels, even after the service, many jewels remained. And I asked God, I said, what, what, what was that? He said, those were the answered prayers and promises that people have been asking for. He said, but they didn't receive them. They left them there in the house of the Lord. And I realized that there's something that we have to do. There's a part we have to play in order to initiate a response from heaven. So when we say that the breakthrough is not spontaneously, it's not, okay, Lord, if it be thy holy will, and we just kind of sit, uh, you know, in waiting for the sweet by and by. And I tell people all the time, you know, Sometimes as we wait for the by and by, we're sitting left high and dry. <laughs> right. You need to understand that God God wants us to play a part in our miracle. Speaking of which, you talk about the first principle of increase is that you have to bring to Jesus what you already have. Yes. You know, it's so interesting, Brother Ryan, that um, a lot of people, I hear this often, I know you've probably heard it, and, and all the pastors listening have heard this, well, you know, I just don't have it, Pastor. I don't have anything. I don't have anything. You know, I really hate this, but God's going to have to forgive us for lying <laughs> because the reality is that everyone has something. You know, the beauty of Jesus is that he never requires what you don't have. He only requires what you have. That's why we hear the story of the woman with the widow's might. She only had one might, and I've seen a might. It's actually it's a fraction of a coin. It's very small. And yet this woman, Jesus, he was marveled by her faith, and he was moved by her faith. And he said, this woman gave more than everybody. Now, there were rich priests there. There were Pharisees and Sadducees. But comparatively speaking, this woman gave more than everybody else. And so we have to bring to the Lord what we have in our hands. When they're in the wilderness and, and everybody's hungry and famished, and they tried to send the people to Walmart, <laughs> he says, what do you have in your hand? And they said, well, we have two fish and five loaves of bread. He said, bring it to me. And when they brought it to him, Jesus was able to breathe on what they had and multiply it. And so God is really waiting on us. And, and, and Ryan, I just feel this by the Spirit of God. We're about to see seasons of miraculous multiplication, not only, not only uh, in churches, not only in ministries, but also um, even in the physical I mean, I'm literally talking about where people are going to have uh, orphanages where they're feeding hungry people and the food will multiply. We've actually seen this in our own ministry where food literally multiplies. 
And the key was bringing whatever we had, no matter how limited, to God so that he could breathe on what we have and, 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 and make it multiply. And and I feel that as well. We we need more of those signs and wonders and miracles because God, he's still Jaira. He's still our provider. And we believe that. And um, you have a, an incredible, incredible story. <laughs> one of the most wild I've ever heard on this show of a one somebody in your congregation. She she felt like she was a giver, but I guess she struggled to continually give uh, when she had her own financial need. But something incredible happened with her. Yeah, you know I love this story, Ryan. This is it's, it's I, I I can't tell it without laughing. It's just ridiculous. And uh, but it's absolutely true. There were several witnesses that actually saw this take place. And uh, for for many months, I've been teaching on uh, miracles, signs and wonders. You know, a sign is something that points to something else. You know, when we're going down the highway, we see a sign that Hardy's is is 10 miles down the road. It's telling you what's coming. So signs are designed to point to the kingdom of God. And wonders, which are often used in conjunction with signs, are something that cause people to be in awe. It, It makes their jaw draw, their jaw drop. And they say, man, this is amazing. And so we've been teaching on miracles and how God was going to provide supernaturally. And I lead a prayer call, and every morning I say, something good is going to happen to you today. Well, this woman literally took it literally. And she said, you know, something good is going to happen to me today. She'd kind of been struggling financially, but faithful in her giving. And so she's at the store. She's literally at the store, and she's shopping. So when she comes out of the store, because everything wasn't there at the store. So she comes out and she goes to another store, the same store, but just a different location. And as she's walking out of the, you know, out of her car, a raven fall, you know, just literally comes down right in front of them. And she sees something in the raven's mouth and she says, well, am I just seeing this? Is this a vision? Is this the Holy Spirit showing me something or is this real? And everybody else sees it. Now watch this. She goes up to the raven, and as they get closer, they notice the raven had four bills in his mouth. Now, I don't know about if you know this part of the story, Ryan, but the bills were brand new. They were crisp bills, like the ones you get fresh from the bank. Wow. They were crisp, folded bills. Like, like you just, you know, when you go to the bank, you get these bills, and they're just, they haven't been touched. They were crisp bills in the, in the raven's mouth, and it was $50. Whoa. The Raven drops the $50. That's exactly what she just spent in the store that she came from, the exact amount. The Raven drops the $50 in front of her, of these Chris dollars. <laughs> we know that five is the number of grace. And, you know, it's just an amazing thing, right? These things are happening. We're getting so many testimonies from all over the world of things like this happening. It's just, it's, it's amazing. And why are things, uh, I know you're, you're teaching this, but why is there a sudden... Uh, increase in these kind of of miracles? Well, one of the things the Lord spoke to me, and um, it's really really profound, we're in a season where God is really accelerating the miraculous. And the reason he's doing it is to prepare the earth for an end-time harvest. Because in order for us to really gather the harvest, we have to tap into the supernatural realm. You know, not just on a personal level, but but as it relates to souls, as it relates to people being delivered from bondages. 
and and so I really believe that. And on top of that, the Lord gave me a word. I was I was literally praying one day, and the Spirit of the Lord told me. He said that especially for this year, this 2019 that we're in, or whenever you're hearing this, it it really applies regardless of time. But He told me for this year, He said that this was the year of divine justice. And I thought, hmm. Even if you look at the Hebraic calendar, five seven seven nine. Nine is actually a Hebrew number which represents judgment. Now, the judgment is not just, you know, people who did bad things suffering consequences. I think I think the church needs to elevate our understanding of the judgment of God. You know, the judgment of God is not just it's not against the saints, it's for the saints. Right. It's not a it's not against us, it's for us. And the Lord said to me, He said, I'm releasing settlements from the courtroom of heaven. I was literally in a in a in a in a moment of prayer. The Lord took me before the court. It was an amazing thing. It was like a vision. And I, I see in the courtroom that settlements were being given out. Settlements were being given out. In other words, people who have been struggling, people who have been going through, people who have been not able to overcome things, God was literally vindicating them from his throne. And what we're seeing in the earth today Brother Ryan, is the is the righteous justice of God being manifested as an answer to prayer. Not an individual prayer, but the prayer of the saints all over the world. People are crying out all over the world, saying, Lord, we need you. We need your presence. We need your power. And God is answering the cries of his people. And this is one of the reasons why we're seeing so many miracles take place. It sounds like this is not the season to give up. It just keep keep moving. It's, it's time to press. I mean, it's, if you fall and pick yourself up, dust yourself off, repent, move on, let God cleanse you, restore you, and it's time to walk in your purpose. And I, I feel like somebody's listening right now, and you just, the devil has been condemning you. He's been telling you that you'll never overcome, you'll never be able to get through, and you're like Tamar. You, you're feeling pains, but I want to encourage you, these are birth pains. You're about to birth a miracle. You are you are in the waiting room right now. It's dark, but it's not it's not a season where God has given up on you. He's just posturing you to birth something in you that you've never seen or experienced before. So I believe it's really time for us to be encouraged, Brother Ryan. Amen. Uh, uh, Pastor Keenan, tell me about your brand new book, Invading the Heavens. You know, this book was was something that was really designed by God. And it's teaching people how to release supernatural breakthroughs in their lives. It's a it's a it's a codex for breakthrough. You know, God showed me He showed me really through a, a long season. He taught me for nine months. He just He took me through all kinds of tests, all kinds of challenges, all kinds of trials. And in the midst of that, He gave me the codex for breakthrough, the protocol for breakthrough. And I believe that that through this teaching, people are going to learn how to go into a greater dimension of God, go into a greater dimension of prayer, go into a greater dimension of faith, of healing, of miracles, but really ultimately, Ryan, is to go into a greater dimension of intimacy with God. I like that a lot. That's one of my favorite subjects. And and then your brand-new exclusive three-CD set, Breaking the Power of Delay, and then the subtitle, Activating God's Promises for Your Life Now. What a title. What What, what do you teach through this? You know, people don't realize delay is a spirit. You know, it's a lot of times we're we're saying, God, where are you? And and the reality is 
sometimes we're facing interruption. We're, we're facing interference. You know, I, I really I really have a heart for spiritual warfare. I, I've taught on it. I've, I've written about it quite a bit. But one of the things is that people need to understand there's an adversary. There's There's someone who does not want you to get what God has for you. That's good. He will do anything in his power to stop you. And one of the means that he uses to do that is what I call the spirit of delay. And what and, and what delay produces is discouragement. Now watch this. When I'm when I'm discouraged, it means I'm dissing my courage. And when you diss your courage, you can't enter into the promised land. God said, be strong and courageous. That that's the prerequisite for entering the promise. You gotta be strong and you have to be courageous. And so the devil doesn't want you to use your courage, so he discourages you. And so this this teaching will show people how to overcome the spirit of delay. In fact, as they're listening to the teaching, things are going to begin to manifest in an accelerated way. Things that they've been praying about for 20 years, 30 years are going to begin to happen. We've, we're seeing it all over the world. People are seeing stuff happen. To give you an example, I remember there was a woman who had been unemployed for so many months. She had been unemployed for months. And I taught that uh, God was breaking this delay and that people were going to see an accelerated manifestation of God's promises. And when And when they caught that teaching, she hadn't had a job for six months. She was struggling, couldn't pay her bills. And she's walking in her house. She says, the man of God said that there's going to be a miracle that's going to happen, that, that I'm going to be debt-free, and that God's going to do this, do this, do this. And she was just releasing her faith. She's talking to herself. And as she's doing that, she kicks an envelope on the floor, picks up the envelope. The envelope says, uh, we've been trying to reach you. She's like, reach me for what? And so she calls the number. And the number says, we, we need to know where to send your money. She says, what money? They said, You're, we owe you $100,000 from a retirement account from your last job. So where do we send the check? And in less than six weeks, she gets $100,000 in the bank. Goodness. Literally was accelerated in moments. And so I believe that through this teaching, people are going to learn how to break the spirit of delay. There's things that have been held up, set back, prevented, and they're about to be released. And I know that you you really pray for people in the CDs and and to help them break that spirit of delay. And and when we come back, uh, we're going to have Pastor Keenan talk about, I know, one of Sid's favorite subjects, the glory of God and how faith releases breakthrough. We'll be right back. Call now and get Keenan Bridges' anointed book, Invading the Heavens, and his powerful three-part audio CD series, Breaking the Power of Delay. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9607. Keenan's brand new book, Invading the Heavens, is a fully reliable how-to handbook for releasing your supernatural breakthrough. No matter what you're going through, spiritually, emotionally, or financially, you will understand what true breakthrough is. Discover how to access the breaker anointing and walk in the supernatural power to tear down the prison walls of opposition, unbelief, and discouragement. Find out the keys to position yourself to receive your breakthrough, your healing, your miracle as you live from God's presence 24-7. At the end of every chapter is a breakthrough prayer for you to pray over yourself and over others. Through Kenan's anointed three-part audio CD teaching series, Breaking the Power of Delay, you will understand how to activate God's promises for your life now. Learn how to position yourself under an open heaven. 
Be empowered to overcome the spirit of prevention and the spirit of delay. Find out how to develop a miraculous mindset and access a paradigm that taps into the supernatural every moment of the day. Tap into Breakthrough Angels, sent by God to usher you into unusual favor and supernatural solutions. Many report that by just listening to these CD teachings, the things they were believing in to happen in their lives for many years have begun to manifest in an accelerated way. The CDs include Breakthrough Prayers over you so you can begin to walk in a new dimension of the supernatural. There is a delay, there's a hindrance, and many people who are going through hindrance, setbacks, delays. We're seeing thousands of people who get this message, people who have financial uh, difficulties, setbacks, and struggles. They're seeing their lives change. Don't miss out on getting Kenan Bridges' anointed book, Invading the Heavens, and his powerful three-part audio CD series, Breaking the Power of Delay. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 96. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9607 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We're back with Pastor Keenan Bridges, and uh, his new book, Invading the Heavens, is just incredible. How to get your breakthrough, accessing the heavenly realm, and just really uh, building a deeper level of intimacy. Not so you can get from God, but you really get to know God. And then he just blesses his sons and daughters. And I love that. And, and Pastor, you teach that we are to be living in the secret place. Yeah, it's very, very important. Um, and, and kind of a story that will lead into this teaching. I... Um, have been teaching on the secret place for years. I love the presence of God, as you do, Brother Ryan. I love God's presence. I believe that His presence is the answer to our problems, you know, the presence of God. And I've been teaching on the presence of God and, and hiding in the secret place. The Bible says in Psalm 91, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High abides under the shadow of the Almighty. But God gave me a, a even an even greater understanding of the secret place. As I was praying... The Lord showed, I was praying, literally praying in tongues. We, we pray in tongues for at least 30 minutes to an hour every day. And as I'm praying in tongues, the Lord showed me something I've never seen before. I saw a yellow box, and on the box, I saw words written in red, almost like blood red, and it said, Top Secret. And as I approached the box, the box opened, and mysteries began to come out of the box. And I realized something that, I've always taught that the secret place, and this is true, has really three components. It's, it's, also, it's, a, it's a place of protection, it's a place of hiding, and it's a place of covering. When you see the word secret place in Scripture, that's really what it's talking about. It's talking about shelter or covering, or it's talking about a, a place of hiding and protection. But I never thought about this aspect of it. God said that the secret place is literally the place of secrets. It's the place where secrets are revealed. And God showed me that actually many believers don't realize that the answers to their problems, the answers to the questions of their heart, things that they've been really asking God for, are actually hidden in the secret place. And this is why Jesus said, when you go into your closet, shut the door, and the God who sees in secret will reward you openly. 
in fact, this is funny because the Jewish idiom for secret place is the marital bedchamber. In other words, the secret place represents intimacy with God. This is why God said of Abraham, shall I hide from Abraham the thing which I do because he's my friend? The Bible says the secret of the Lord is with those who fear him. And so fear is not talking about terror, it's talking about friendship. You see, when I have a friendship with someone that I really value, I don't want to do anything that will jeopardize that friendship. Right. I don't want to do anything that will break covenant with my friend. And so when we when we take that attitude, Brother Ryan, and we say, listen, God, I don't want to do anything that would separate me from you, that would cause my friendship, my relationship with you to be compromised. And when we are intentional about dwelling in that place of intimacy, in that place of prayer, dwelling in the presence of God, spending time with him, we don't even realize that God is literally unfolding secrets. He's showing us mysteries in the spirit, things that Satan doesn't know, things that the kings of the earth don't even know about are revealed in the secret place. Boy, that's good. Secrets in the secret place. And I know that the more time we spend just uh, uh, meditating on him and, and living in that intimacy, it it carries with it the glory of God. And, and the Lord has shown you many things about what's going about to happen with the glory. You know, we're about to see the greatest outpouring of God's glory on the earth that we've ever seen. And this is not a cliche. This is real. It's happening. In fact, we're seeing it. There are Muslims all over the world that are, are being evangelized in the glory. Mm-hmm. I like that. Now, I got to say that one more time. <laughs> yeah, that's good. There are people, even Muslims, are being evangelized in, a, in the glory. There are people that are so lost, Ryan, that you can't say anything to them that will convince them. So Jesus has to convince them himself. Right. He's coming to people and revealing himself and revealing his power. There was a woman that was in Pakistan preaching, a great woman of God, and as she's preaching, literally a glory cloud overshadowed the meeting, and 250,000 people saw the face of Jesus at the same time. Wow. And they were literally screaming, saying, Isa, 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 which is the, the, the Arabic form of the word Jesus. And so we see that God is moving in the earth. It's happening in churches. Listen, you, you got to get ready because our churches aren't going to be able to, to, to conduct ourselves business as usual. I like that. I'm seeing a day where churches, their program is going to be totally interrupted, totally messed up. All, the, all of our planning, all of our committee meetings are going to be scattered by the glory, and people are just going to get hungry for God. <laughs> people are going to come, and they're going to want more of His presence. I see revivals happening all over the earth, revival hubs. I see house churches breaking forth where people literally experience miracles, signs, and wonders in their homes, and people are, are, are being brought to their knees by the power of God and the presence of God and the glory of God, the manifest presence in the atmosphere of heaven. And so this is happening, and there's nothing we can do about it. We can either ride the wave or be overcome by the tsunami. It's our choice. And and also with that, uh, you know, the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. And, uh, you know, it seems like many Christians that we we focus so much on what we see, but you teach that faith, you have to have the faith to release the breakthrough in these areas. Yes. You know, the Bible says in Hebrews 11, it says that 
Moses endured, he endured because he saw him who was invisible. Yes. It, it's, it's literally a, a, a logical paradox. How do you see somebody that's invisible? You see it through the eyes of faith. You look through the lenses of faith. In fact, that's how we're going to tap into this glory. It's by faith. Faith is the first level of the supernatural. The three, the three levels of supernatural, the first is faith, the second is the anointing, and the third is the glory. So we enter these realms. The doorway to these experiences is faith. Whether it's angelic visitations, whether it's healing, you must believe. The Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So we have to trust and believe God. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what, what you think you are. Once you say, God, this is something that I have access to, and I want to experience you on another level, that faith will thrust you into a greater dimension. You know, when, when I look at my life in ministry, there was years where I went without seeing a single miracle. Years. And one day I got so tired of it, Ryan, I said, well, God, either you're real or you're not. So I need to... I need to tap into something greater than mundane Christianity. And there's nothing wrong with, with Bible studies and nothing wrong with teachings and doctrine and, 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 and vacation Bible school and seminary. Those are great. But God has actually called us to experience him, not just hear about him, not just learn about him, but to experience him. And so faith is the key to accessing the door of the supernatural. And the Bible is still true, I'm saying this tongue-in-cheek, right, Pastor, that the gates of hell still will not prevail. That's right. Absolutely. The gates of hell. You know, this is an interesting scripture because I read that wrong for the last probably 15 years of my life. Uh, uh, well, first, the first 15 years of my Christianity, I read it wrong. And I thought that that meant, you know, Satan's going to beat us up, but he won't kill us. You know, that's kind of how I read that verse. Right. But actually, what that's talking about is the, the purpose of the title of my book, Invading the Heavens. You see, the reality is that the gates are stationary, which means that it's not hell that's moving. Ooh, that's good. We're supposed to invade territory. We're supposed to take ground. We're supposed to come in within truth of effect. The Bible says in Matthew eleven twelve, the kingdom suffers violence. And the violent take it by force. I love how Ellicott says in his commentary, it's like seizing a city. We are literally to seize territory. We are to take ground. The Bible says in the Old Testament, wherever the soles of your foot shall tread, I'll give it to you as a possession. So we're supposed to possess the land. And we do that by faith. We do that through prayer. We do that by walking in intimacy with God. You see, we're already seated with him in heavenly places. We have our seat. We have our stance. We have our citizenship. But now it's time to take advantage of the benefit of being children of God, and this is the season for that. And, Pastor, what is what you call in your, in your book, what is arrested destiny? Yeah, that's, that's very, very important. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, Satan is a thief. That's his assignment. He's, he's sent to steal, kill, and destroy. And one of the things that happens is that um, the devil is skillful at arresting people's destiny. In other words, he doesn't want you to get to your destination. He doesn't want you to fulfill the call of God on your life. So what he does, he looks for legal grounds to arrest your destiny. He looks for a legal entryway. One of the legal entryways is ignorance. 
And I was a victim of that. I was ignorant of who I was. I was ignorant of my purpose. And so the enemy was literally able to arrest my destiny. Now, now here's the thing. This includes your dreams. It includes your ambitions. It includes your vision, your assignment. You know, uh, a, a church has a goal. They, you know, they feel like they're going to take the city. We're going to take the city. We're going to win all these souls. And then in three years, their their goal changes to, well, let's just get to next Sunday. <laughs> right, right. And, and that's called arrested destiny. The devil is intimidating them out of their destiny. He is arresting their purpose because he's the God of this world. And the only way, the only way to break free from arrested destiny is to see and to seize. The Lord showed me this. We have to see and we have to seize. It goes back to the example when the Lord gave me, what do you see? What do you see? And I had to see it with eyes of faith. And then I had to seize it and say, I, I, I take this back. Again, I, I just I feel so strongly with this, Brother Ryan. There's so many people who are uh, literally allowing the devil to rob them. They're just sitting back idly. They're, he's robbing them of their health. He's robbing them of their wealth. He's robbing them of their sanity, their peace of mind, their future. And it's time for us to rise up as violent men and women of God and seize the purpose and destiny, like Daniel, who said, you know what? No, no, no. What does the Word say? And when he went to the Word, he saw, we're not supposed to be here. This is not what God has planned. And he prayed. He repented. Sometimes we have to repent. We have to repent for anything that has given Satan the legal right to arrest our future and our assignment. Any Anything that, that has caused us to lose our confidence in God, we have to go before God and repent of those things and allow God to cleanse us and empower us so that we can have the boldness to seize what belongs to us. And Pastor, I'm, I'm glad you brought that part up because I'm reminded of a story in your book about a man that was bound by pride uh, that received a breakthrough. He 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 didn't even see himself, and it was his own. He he was his own barrier. You know, this is that's so interesting that you bring it up because this is something I've come across many many times. You know, many people in the body of Christ are bound by a spirit of pride. Now, the problem with pride is that that's Satan's greatest attribute. So when you're prideful, you are actually in company with the devil. You are in agreement with him because that's who he is. He is he is full of pride. He is proud. He is arrogant. He is self-worshipping. He's narcissistic. It's all about him. And when we're prideful or we're walking in pride, we are actually in alignment with the spirit of the devil. And so this man he came to our meetings, and, you know, it's, it's so it's so funny. He didn't realize that he was the one that was destroying his marriage, destroying his home. And the breakthrough came when he repented of his pride. He just fell to his knees, wept before God, and said, I'm sorry. I humble myself. And when he did that, his entire marriage and family was restored. Wow. I feel like God is calling us back to the days of the Pensacola outpouring. I feel like God's calling us to the days of the Smithson revival. I believe God's calling us back to the days of the Great Awakening, where people will turn from themselves 
turn from themselves and turn back to God and say, God, we need you. Ryan, do you understand that the moment you say, God, I surrender, you activate the heavenly host to work on your behalf. The moment you say, God, I surrender to you, you activate the heavenly host to begin to work for you. And so, I, I, you know, it's an amazing thing. It's a great testimony. And I don't know about you who are listening, but I know for me, I don't want to be the problem. I don't want to be the one that's holding my 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 own breakthrough back. So, as Pastor said, if if you're if you need to repent or or whatever you need to do to make things right, uh, today's the day. Today's the day to get just get before God and say, Lord, forgive me, wash me. I don't want to be my own worst enemy. There's enough going on in the world right now where I don't want to be my own worst enemy. And and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about this and some amazing stories. Of, and uh, Pastor Keenan is going to get into the breaker anointing. We'll be right back. Do you feel stuck in your negative circumstances? Are you thinking that nothing is working for you? Do you feel as if you can't get beyond that impenetrable brick wall? Are you ready to receive your healing, receive a breakthrough of provision, a financial miracle, and have your relationships restored? Kenan Bridges wants to teach you how to supernaturally break free from life-controlling issues and step into the heavenly flow of God's promises and blessings for your life. You're going to go beyond the threshold of discouragement, distress, and distraction, and you're going to see the manifestation of a move of God in your life. Call now and get Kenan Bridges' anointed book, Invading the Heavens, and his powerful three-part audio CD series, Breaking the Power of Delay. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Your for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9607. Kenan's brand new book, Invading the Heavens, is a fully reliable how-to handbook for releasing your supernatural breakthrough. No matter what you're going through, spiritually, emotionally, or financially, you will understand what true breakthrough is. Discover how to access the breaker anointing and walk in the supernatural power to tear down the prison walls of opposition, unbelief, and discouragement. Find out the key to position yourself to receive your breakthrough, your healing, your miracle as you live from God's presence 24-7. At the end of every chapter, there are breakthrough insights and prayers for yourself and for others. We're going to teach you how to pull down strongholds in your mind, in your life. We're going to teach you how to begin to see things differently, but we're also going to teach you how to partner with the angelic realm in order to see, really, the angels of breakthrough active in your life. Through Kenan's anointed three-part audio CD teaching series, Breaking the Power of Delay, you will understand how to activate God's promises for your life now. Learn how to position yourself under an open heaven. Be empowered to overcome the spirit of prevention and the spirit of delay. Find out how to develop a miraculous mindset and access a paradigm that taps into the supernatural every moment of the day. Tap into breakthrough angels sent by God to usher you into unusual favor and supernatural solutions. Many report that by just listening to these CD teachings, the things they were believing in to happen in their lives for many years have begun to manifest in an accelerated way. The CDs include breakthrough prayers over you so you can begin to walk in a new dimension of the supernatural. There is a delay, there's a hindrance, and many people 
who are going through hindrance, setbacks, delays. We're seeing thousands of people who get this message, people who have financial uh, difficulties, setbacks, and struggles. They're breaking those struggles and seeing the miraculous provision of God. They're seeing the heavens open above their lives, and they're seeing their lives change. Don't miss out on getting Kenan Bridges' anointed book, Invading the Heavens, and his powerful three-part audio CD series, Breaking the Power of Delay. This is an exclusive offer for our its supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9607. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina 28278. Please specify offer number 9607 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Pastor, we hear a lot of times about the breaker anointing and uh, I love your unique take on it that you wrote about in your book. Could you share that with us? You know, when we talk about the breaker anointing, it, it's um, I, I reference Micah in the scripture, and it talks about how the breaker has come up. But the best example we see of this is actually Jesus himself. You know, the Bible says in uh, John chapter fourteen twelve, he says, The works that I do shall you do also, and greater than these, so you do. Jesus in Luke 4 goes to the synagogue in Nazareth, and he's handed the scroll of Isaiah, and he begins to quote from it. He says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Isaiah 61, verses 1 through 2. And when Jesus does that, he actually is activating. Now, we know he's God. He is God. We, we, we don't have any uh, uh, qualms about that. But he's doing this as the Son of Man accessing the anointing. This is important for people to understand. This is the Son of Man accessing the anointing. And he's, he's talking about the anointing of the Holy Spirit, which, by the way, dwells in every single believer. Watch this. That's the oil of God, the Greek word charisma. It means that which is smeared on, that the an an uh, uh, an oil. In other words, every believer has the Holy Spirit on the inside of them, and the Holy Spirit is the one who releases the breaker anointing. Yes. So the moment the moment people become conscious and aware of the one who lives within them the anointing is released. You know, there's a, there's, a, there's a great misunderstanding in charismatic Christianity, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a part of charismatic Christianity, but there's a great misunderstanding. Everybody's looking for a greater anointing. Yes. You know, I, I, you know if I go to this conference, I'll get a greater anointing. If I, if I go here, if this one lays his hands on me, I'll get a greater anointing. The reality is you already have a greater anointing. But that greater anointing can never be activated until it's acknowledged. Mm, that's good. Because you cannot activate what you refuse to acknowledge. And you cannot release what you refuse to recognize. So the moment we do what Jesus did and say, you know what? The Spirit of God is upon me. He has anointed me. I am a child of God. I am a, a son and daughter of the Most High through Jesus Christ. And because of what he did on the cross and because of the infilling and enabling power of the Spirit of God, 
I am able to overcome any barrier in my life, the breaker anointing is actually released, and that breaker anointing will break through barriers, limitations. It will destroy yokes. It will it will literally release supernatural power to thrust you into another reality, to thrust you into another realm, uh, to thrust you into another manifestation, anything you are dealing with right now. Addictions. I'll never forget a man came to me. He had been addicted uh, to drugs for seven years. And I laid hands on him and released the anointing. And he went home and he was so frustrated, Brother Ryan, because he tried to smoke and he couldn't. <laughs> he said, I just, I don't understand. It tastes so bad. Wow. What's going on? And he was instantly set free. Now, you may say to me, but there's some people that, you know, they, they do that and they don't get set free. Well, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. It's not about the mechanics of it. It's about your heart. That's good. It's about your desperation. When you get to the place, you say, God, you know what? I don't want to deal with this anymore. And you say, God, I'm putting you to the test. I'm taking you at your word. You said that the yoke-destroying, burden-removing power of God is working in my life, and you begin to put a demand on that, something will move. I'm telling you, the breaker anointing is even here right now. The breaker anointing is available to people. It's available to mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers. It's available. That wife who's praying for your husband, listen, don't hit him upside the head with a baseball bat. Release the breaker anointing to break the addictions off of your husband, to break the pride off of your husband. Your pastors that are, are, are trying to divorce the sheep, and they're saying, well, I can't preach anymore. Listen, if God's called you, he's anointed you. And if you're anointed, you have the supernatural equipment to get the job done. you got to recognize what you're working with and activate and release it so that things can change. This is some incredible revelation, Pastor. And, and I know that you, you're, I, I know you personally, but I know that you just don't talk about stuff. You've been through stuff. And you talk about the, 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 the breaker anointing and putting faith to break through it. Tell me about that story about when you and your family was going through a difficult financial situation, you got fed up. Oh, <laughs> I have so many of those. <laughs> Which one you want? The the one where you went to your mailbox. I didn't want to give too much away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one I thought you were talking about. You know, I you know it's it's so funny. Uh, I, I'm reminded of a, a a good friend of mine, Joan Hunter, who 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 teaches about supernatural vision. I love her teaching. And I remember we were in a in a very difficult time. You know, I had just come from the corporate world and I was pastoring, and I thought that if I did what basically uh, the the Wizard of Oz were where she begins to uh, tap her slippers, right? And you know, and and you know, she goes back home to Kansas, kind of thing. Yeah. I thought that you know, if I just click my heels, that everything was going to be all right, and and it just didn't happen that way. And I was very frustrated. And my wife and I, we have been praying, and I got so angry, I got so desperate. And that's another key is desperation, because until watch this, until you become desperate until you are sick and tired of being sick and tired you are not ready to change wow and i remember going to my mailbox i don't know what prompted me i know it was god looking back but at the moment i just i just had this unction 
and I go to my mailbox and I say, listen here, right now, I'm talking to you. Mailbox, listen up. From this day forward, you're no longer a mailbox. You're a receptacle of divine resources right now. And I stood back in the house. And I just went back to praying or whatever I was doing. That night, somebody came to our house, knocked on the door, and gave us $1,000. Wow. The week, uh, that week, so about four days, four days went by, we received probably over $4,000 in that mailbox. Goodness. And I said, God, <laughs> and God said to me, I am Jehovah Jireh. Wow. That's all he said. I am Jehovah Jireh. See, God, God's waiting on us to place a demand. You know, a lot of people, especially if you've been to seminary school, a lot of times what, what, what gets in the way is our mind. Right. And I, listen, I, I am a fan of biblical scholarship. I believe we need more, especially in charismatic Christianity. But what I'm saying is this. I'm saying that sometimes we get in our own way, and God just wants us to take him at his word. He wants us to be dumb enough to believe him and do what he says do, no matter what it looks like. It pleases God. People think that, well, you know, I can't demand God. God's God. Isn't that blasphemous? You can't demand from God. No, no God said. He told us. He said, try me and see. Test me. Put me in remembrance of my word. And so he's waiting on us to respond. He's waiting on us to stand up and say, God, you said, you said, you promised me that my children would be saved. You promised me that my body would be healed. You promised me that I would overcome this burden. You promised me that my finances would turn around. You promised me that I would have a healthy, vibrant church. Whatever it is, you got to place a demand on heaven and say, now is the time for the breakthrough. And speaking of that breakthrough, you, you talk in your book about uh, breaking addiction, and there's a lot of people that feel trapped in a, in a cycle of defeat, whatever this addiction, you know, you talked about uh, smoking a moment ago, and, and um, you, you really go into just that, that breaker anointing, that breakthrough, it breaks through every addiction, everything we're going through. It, it's very, it's, it's very real, you know, the, the reality is there's so many Christians, if we, you know, I, I love this, I've been saved long enough to know that the faces we put on in church often aren't real. And that people are really struggling with real things. And sometimes our biggest problem is that we don't want to look bad in front of other people. Right. We want to look like we have it all together. We don't have any problems. But God knows otherwise, and so do we. And and I've, I've seen so many Christians struggle with addiction, and they don't feel like they have a way out. They don't feel like they can overcome it. And one of the lies the enemy perpetuates in terms of addictions is that you know, this is something you're going to have to do for the rest of your life. You're going to struggle with it. It's just, you, you can't, you know, you, you may have ups and downs. You may take it one day at a time, but you're never going to fully overcome it. And I think that is, is a sin and a shame. I think that that is a, an indictment against the church that we have propagated a gospel of defeat that tells people to cope with things rather than to be delivered from things. Mm, that's good. That's not what Jesus taught. The Bible says that Jesus set the captives free. The Bible says in Acts 10.38 how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost who went about doing good, 
healing all that were oppressed of the devil. But I want to say this because this is important. The root of every addiction is an identity crisis. Yes. Sometimes the reason why uh, we don't overcome something is because we're not speaking to the real issue. We deal with the symptoms, but we're not dealing with the root cause. And so every area of defeat in a believer's life is attached to a lie they have believed about themselves or about God. So the key to freedom is, is, is breaking the lie. When the lie is broken, when you no longer believe the lie, the addiction loses its power. Well, that's good. We have to acknowledge and receive what Jesus did on the cross. Because you've got to understand that Jesus broke every addiction on the cross. He broke it on the cross. He said it's finished on the cross. He wasn't just talking about sin. He was talking about the effects and the consequences of sin as well. And so when we tap into the finished work, we are releasing the power of the cross. And it is the power of the blood of Jesus shed on the cross that breaks the power of addiction. Right now, there's somebody, maybe you're, you're a pastor addicted to pornography, and we have those, contrary to popular belief. Maybe you're someone who can't overcome a substance abuse. Maybe you're addicted to alcohol. Maybe you're addicted to self-harm. Whatever it is, the blood of Jesus is more powerful than your addiction. The blood of the Messiah is efficacious. It is effective to destroy the bondage of the enemy. And I literally believe, I feel the anointing going out right now. People are being liberated right now. I want to pray for somebody right now. You're dealing with an addiction. You're dealing with a bondage. Jesus came to set you free. Jesus came to liberate you. I'm, I am a living witness. I've been delivered. I've been set free in my life from bondage. So, Father, I release the breaker anointing to go out through the airways, to go out through the stratosphere, and to loose shackles off of people's minds, to loose shackles off of people's souls. And, Lord God, I ask that they just pray this simple prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, I expose my entire spirit, soul, and body to the blood of Jesus Christ, to the fire of the Holy Spirit, and to the uncompromised word of God, and I command everything planted in my life, whether it be addiction or bondage, that was not planted by the Lord Jesus to be uprooted right now. And Lord, I declare freedom from this moment forth in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You have been listening to Messing on a Vision with our guest pastor, Keenan Bridges. And now here's Sid to tell you how you can get this special offer. Dr. Keenan Bridges says to expect unusual miracles to start happening in your life. God is releasing breakthrough angels in the earth to partner with us in order to bring these miracles to you. In Dr. Keenan's new book, Invading the Heavens, an exclusive three CD set, Breaking the Power of Delay, Activating God's Promises for Your Life Now. He will teach you how to break off the spirit of delay in every area of your life so that you can experience the breakthrough that you've been believing God for. Call now for Dr. Keenan Bridges' new book, Invading the Heavens, an exclusive three CD set, Breaking the Power of Delay, Activating God's Promises for Your Life Now for an investment of 35 U.S. dollars. To order, call 
1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Dr. Keenan Bridges' new book, Invading the Heavens, an exclusive three-CD set, Breaking the Power of Delay, Activating God's Promises for Your Life Now. Offer number 9607 for an investment of 35 U.S. dollars. Be sure to ask for offer number 9607. Once again, that's offer number 9607.